0: It's all right, don't be nervous. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Halo Effect Podcast. This is episode number twenty-five. And as you guys know, I like to have real conversations, bring, you know, on some real people that are doing some real stuff, going through some real things to see what we can get out of it. You know, I think it's important to always have those types of conversations and, you know, motivate some evolution with within us. And so today I have a very special guest in the building. I've done business with this person. Her name is Natalie Gold. And she actually is a part owner of a title company right here in town. Um, And I'm super excited to have her here and talk about what we are going to talk about. And so before I get started with my questions, Natalie, simply want to see, um, you know, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself
1: um my name is natalie gold i am i you
0: can modify it too I modify it. yeah you can sorry guys we're fixing the, the okay. microphone yeah <laughs> just so people you know people okay. can hear you loud and clear is that better that is a lot better okay. thank you
1: um my name is natalie gold i am a mother of four boys and wife to rob gold who i've been married for 16 years almost didn't make it um Due to my drinking habits, um, which have recently changed. Um, I've recently reconnected with God and gotten sober and, you know, started a title company all at the same time as raising my four boys. So I've had a lot this past year of growth.
0: I love it. And that's all the stuff that we're going to get into yeah. today. And simply want to thank you for being brave, you know, and being willing to hop on the podcast and having this conversation, you know, so kudos to you. And so definitely what we're going to talk about in this episode is sobriety. Now, this this topic, especially in our culture, is very tabooish. ish so I feel like there's a lot of you know uh, great areas within this topic you have a lot of opinions from a lot of different people some people partake in you know drinking alcohol other people don't i have before i've had my own struggles with with this as well and um You know, some people may even ask, like, why are you, Ruben, why are you doing this? Why are you, you know, you're a professional? Why are you on a podcast having these types of conversations? And ultimately, I feel like because at the end of the day, you know, my purpose is a lot bigger than what I do, right? My purpose is who I am, you know, and real estate is not, I'm not a realtor. I am me. I just so happen to do real estate, right? And I think that this is above all else more important, honestly, yeah. because you know it, it helps people. And so I'd like to dive into some some questions here, um, just to kind of understand your perspective, um, maybe play devil's advocate a little bit and share my perspective as well about the topic. So what motivated you or how let me ask you this how do you feel about you know people saying that everything in moderation there's nothing wrong with it and, and maybe give us some context some background as to what your you know your habits were yeah. b- before
1: um so for me my relationship with alcohol started at a very young age um and it wasn't until i started to realize that i wanted change in my life for me to really look inside and be like okay but what can I change about myself? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to get a different result by doing the same things over and over and over. And that's mm-hmm. what I was doing. Um, yeah. And I noticed the patterns. Mm-hmm. I read a book called Atomic Habits. That's and a great. That, for honestly, some reason that
0: keeps popping up. Like, yes. I don't know why. And it
1: like changed my life, mm-hmm. making me realize the habits that I have. And that's kind of when it was like, okay. But then also my 14 year old um, didn't come home one night mm-hmm. and, when I said, why did you not come home? And I was yelling and screaming and I was acting like a child, you know, to mm. a child. And mm. he looked at me dead in the eyes and said, well, you don't sometimes, mom. Mm. And I said, oh. Wow. And, it, you know, it did strike a chord with me because I have been so drunk that I have not come home. Mm. And, and that's where my, what's the word I'm looking for? That's where I really realized, like, I have a problem. I, sh- I shouldn't, I'm setting a bad example Mm-hmm. I have a problem I need to look in, and I need to be better of a person and a better mom and a better example and mm-hmm. than what I've been setting. So that really, like, honestly, is when it all began. For sure. Or like, me to, like...
0: So it was one of the motivating factors that kind of made you think, like, okay, maybe I am doing something I'm not supposed to be doing, and yeah. it's kind of affecting my family. Yeah. Um, and, and you've we've had this conversation before, you know, obviously, kind of your upbringing and what you think some of those motivating factors were like? How how do you think that maybe like the the way your parents or was it just your mom or your dad as well, uh, both or
1: mostly my mom.
0: Mom. So how how do you think like seeing that you know affected your relationship with you know alcohol or motivated?
1: Um, I think I love my mom dearly, and I um, but she growing up was you know very much all about the party, all about, you know, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: putting it on and then getting into the real estate world, you know, your whole life is a fucking party. Like (laughs) all we do is drink. Everything's like, Hey, what are we going to drink? Where are we going to go to drink? What are we going to do? You know, and I feel like it's a lot of everything's correlated to drinking. If you think about it, you Mm -hmm. know, anytime I would take my kids to the pool, I'd be like, what am I going to drink? You know, like,
0: Mm -hmm. um, it's so socially uh, acceptable.
1: acceptable. Yes. Yeah. And I think that once I really started to realize, like, I don't actually need to drink to enjoy this. Actually, I'm enjoying it much more now that I'm sober.
0: So do you think that people drink to (laughs) help them enjoy because they don't know how to enjoy a social setting?
1: So this is an interesting question. And it's something that I didn't realize was happening to me by not drinking. Um, By not drinking, I realized that I was just suppressing all of these emotions. So all of these things, anytime I'd have a bad day, I'd be like, oh, I need to just go home and get a drink, you mm-hmm. know. Or, you know, that person upset me. I'm just going to go drink it off, you know. Mm-hmm. Those are all emotions that we need to process. Mm-hmm. And I was just suppressing them for so long. Mm-hmm. I w- That's all I was doing. I was, And that's what a lot of people do. And whether you want to admit it or not, that mm-hmm. is what you're doing. You're, mm-hmm. not, you're not processing those emotions like you should be processing right, them. Right, because
0: there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hear this potentially and say, I don't have a problem. You know, I, and I'm not saying here, I'm not trying to sit here and say that they do. Yeah, you and know, neither am I. Yeah. Everyone yeah. has we're, their own journey. Just, just to be clear, like yeah. we're not... Yeah, that's I'm not, not the, saying... Yeah, that's not the point of this. It's simply, you know, I feel like, because I've been here before, that a lot of people truly want to stop drinking, but they either don't admit it or just it's hard yep. right because it's it's everywhere you go everywhere everywhere, everywhere. but I feel like honestly because what has happened to me before is and I don't like this was more so my early 20s like I would drink you know college like oh, yeah and and it was never really a problem like but there was moments where I just knew like okay I'm I'm tired of this. Like I don't want to do this no more. I don't like how being hungover feels. I don't like how I waste my days. And I'm so much better than this. Like, you know, it it I've felt like almost like it has had some sort sort of like stronghold in a sense where mm-hmm. it just holds you back.
1: Yeah. And it know? also it reminds me of being in the dark. Mm. I didn't realize how much I was in the dark and how not drinking brought me into the light. Mm. Like, I'm so much more positive. I'm so much more happy. Mm-hmm. Like, my husband even said, I I said, like, probably six times, oh, my God, I'm just so happy. And he goes, I haven't heard you say that in
0: years. Mm.
1: And it literally did. It just crushed me because he's right. I haven't been happy. Mm. You know, and I think that the craziest part about my drinking is that everybody that saw me and everybody that drank with me would always say, oh, my God, you're so fun, like, you know, because I would be the ones with the shots. I would be the one like, hey, let's
0: do this, you know. Right. And And 100%, that's so important because I feel like some of those people, you know, and I've been that person, I've seen those people before, partied with those people, that are offering the shots, that are bringing the alcohol, that are, you know, life for the party in the eyes of a lot of people are probably not happy.
1: Mm -mm. I was so – I was – the lowest I've ever been at and that
0: point, and people nobody thought I was so happy. Exactly, people think you're so yeah. happy, but they don't see you. Yeah, and sometimes I feel like you know that's people's way of asking for help or saying, yeah. like, hey, see me without yeah. them even knowing it. Yeah. You know, I feel like, for example, sometimes like there's a saying. I mean, sometimes people are loud. I don't know if you've ever been around like a super loud person that yes. has to talk all the time, yeah. you know, that has to like always have a point, you know? And so to me, I correlate that to, okay, this person really feels unheard mm-hmm. in their life, you know? Mm-hmm. And all they're doing is just simply a, it's kind of like a symptom of that, Yeah, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. It just kind of like when you said that, I was yeah. like, it kind of triggered something. Yeah. Which, yeah.
1: So it's interesting being sober now, um, because I'm I'm fine. Like people, I'm. I feel like I'm not getting invited to a lot of things, which is fine. I think that they think that that's like an attempt me, but I'm not tempted. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. definitely like so secure in where I'm at in life, and like knowing that I just don't need it. I just don't want that hangover. And I also know that I have children watching me and asking me, What day are you on, mom? You know, like, and that's just so cute to me. Like, that's I love awesome. that they're doing this journey and that they're watching me grow as well. Um, but the I'm on day 86. Yeah, I was good. Yeah. yeah, I'm on yeah. day 86. And the emotions that I'm finally feeling and the emotions that I'm processing
0: yeah.
1: are so beautiful and so real. Uh. And like, that's been the best part. Is like even when I get like super upset, I'm like, okay, it's okay. Like you just breathe through it. You you feel this. Yeah. You hold on to it. Yeah. And you let it go. 100%. You don't drink it away. Right. You like come up with a solution and figure it out. Absolutely. Instead of just drinking it away and just ignoring it and hoping it'll just disappear.
0: That's That's so good. And, <clears throat> you know, I talk about meditation and yoga a lot. I've had a, you know an episode on this podcast, and I think that's one of the many benefits of meditation mm-hmm. is that it just teaches you to just sit there, yes, and experience everything that feel it, you just feel it, yeah. Like you know, so many times we uh, ignore what we're feeling, we distract ourselves with whatever it may be. It it's not just alcohol, you know. Some people resort to drugs, yes, television, yeah. food, yeah, you know, etc. Mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's super important to just really feel what it is that you're feeling. And so it sounds like you're just a whole lot happier now yeah. being sober yeah. than you were before.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think of the years that I wasted, but I also feel like I had to go through that to truly appreciate what I'm at, where I'm at right now.
0: Mm. So good. And so it sounds like you're just you just kind of made a decision, and you were like, "This is what I want to do, and I don't want to go back anymore
1: yeah, yeah.
0: What are some of the things that are kind of helping you
1: um I think my my nine year old like the one he's the one that asks like, "What day are you on?" you know mm. so I think that helps a lot because mm. I never want to have to lie or Oh, you know, yeah. Back at one, day one? Yeah,
0: and I can tell your 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 sons mean a lot to you. I mean, I, I see your posts on Facebook. You know, they're super active. Yes, it looks like there's some studs. You know, and you know, in the making. And so, um, you know, what I'm taking from it is just finding a good support system. Yeah, whatever that is. Because honestly, I know people that have struggled with alcohol and even yeah. drug addiction. You know, personally, and you know, it's it's always tough for me because I've never necessarily been in that position to fully like understand or try to understand. And some people may think that you don't understand. Yeah. But I mean, it sounds like just finding the right support system is super important.
1: Yeah. And honestly, because of this and what I've been going through, I've noticed that there isn't like a, a safe place to go. mm You know, like when I am having those days where it's just like, oh, like normally what would I do? Oh, I would go to the bar Mm -hmm. and I would talk to a bartender and strangers that I don't even know, Mm. you know, or call my friend and sit at the bar, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And so honestly, it's been on my heart a lot lately to like truly try to figure out like how to do a sober bar or something. And I know that there's like one in Denver, but like I definitely want to see those more. Me too. And I want to make that a thing. Yeah. And I want to make it like a fun hangout where you, you know. Yep. like you're not tempted.
0: I'd so. be there. I'd show yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. I, I, there's only one that I know of as well. Yeah. Just, just, well, I forget the name of it, but I think having more of that would motivate a yeah. lot more people. I just
1: think having more options and yeah. just knowing that like you can go there and not be tempted and not, you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. So what are some of the other things? I know you, you mentioned God a little bit and the, obviously a topic that yeah. you know, we want to be careful about, but yeah. I, me too. Like I, you know, yeah. I'm a believer and, you know, all that, but how do you think that that has helped you? Is, have you found support in that?
1: Oh yeah. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I go to Red Rocks, which I think you do too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think once I found that church, I really like, I really felt home. Um, but it's been almost two years. It was about two years ago almost exactly, that I was in a gar- I was in my garage with my mom one night and I was shit-faced. And I was like, um, and I looked my mom dead in the eye and I said, I don't think I believe in Jesus Christ. Mm. And the next day, I literally couldn't stop thinking about mm. the fact that I said that. And I was like, because I've always been a believer. I've always been a believer of some, you know, higher power. Something out there. Yeah. And, I think um,
0: everybody has that feeling. Like there has yeah. to be. Something out there, and I don't yeah. know. I've been at the point to where you know, in my teenage years, where I was like, I don't know if I believe in anything, yeah,
1: and
0: I don't know. I felt very disconnected, yeah, you know. And yeah. what I have found is that it's better to believe, yeah, in that there's something out there as opposed to not, you yeah. know. I don't know. So,
1: well, it was interesting because I said that that night, and then very next day, I was doing title sales at the time, and I was meeting a lender for lunch, and he was late, and I almost left because I was just getting irritated and I had just ordered a drink. Mm. And he texted me and he said, please don't leave, please don't leave on my way. And before he even sat down, he was running through the door, he was all frazzled and he goes, I just want you to know I prayed for you and that Jesus is very much real. Mm. And I can't even say that that was the turning point in my life. That was when I was fully like, okay, a hundred percent like you know that song the 99 and chases yeah, the yeah. one like that literally was like i mm-hmm. always hear that song and think that's what really happens like mm-hmm. god was like no <laughs> you're mine yeah, get back here yeah. and like do some things without you,
0: know? you so yeah without you even expecting that yeah from him right he just kind of came in and
1: oh i no, i've never met this man in my life yeah and i was just like what did you say to me <laughs> yeah
0: yeah no that's yeah. that's awesome that's insane yeah. um I love it. Anything else you, you kind of want to share? I feel like there's a lot on your mind and, you know, um, <laughs> just want to see if there's anything you want to share with people about this topic.
1: Um, I think I'd say if if you feel like you're one of those people that, oh, I don't have a problem or, oh, you know. I would honestly encourage people just really, truly try to not drink and do it for like a good 30 days and just see what happens. Because honestly, that's kind of how I took it. I was like, I'm just going to try day by day and just see how it goes. And the pros far outweigh the cons. Like I'm so much happier and I cannot even describe that to anybody. Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like I got my life back, Mm -hmm. honestly.
0: Yeah, that's powerful. I mean, kind of going back to what we were just kind of talking about, you know, the there's a lot of folks that use it to not have to face mm-hmm. what they have to face. Yeah, you know, uh, and it's just important to face those hard things. Yeah. you know, it just you just have to face it. Um, yeah.
1: One of the main things that I did it, it went all the way back to like when I first drank, and the first time I drank was when I le- my dad left. Mm. And so all of these years, I had been suppressing that. I Mm. had never actually worked through that and worked through those emotions.
0: Mm. How did you find out? How did you realize that?
1: Um, I'd say it was probably day 30 that somebody said, well, when did you start drinking? Mm. And the second that somebody asked me that question and I thought about it, I was like, dude, I drank for the first time the day that my dad left. And I was 12 years old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I never stopped drinking. I mean, I stopped drinking for my kids and my pregnancies. But after I was done being pregnant, I went right back to drinking. So I never voluntarily quit drinking.
0: Yeah. And it's almost like anybody that tries to voluntarily stop drinking, it just – I feel like there's something inside of them that just like – it's like a little voice like that says, like, go out. Get a drink. Yeah, There's nothing wrong with it. Like, go out. And then – one turns to five, and then yeah. five turns to 15, and then all of a sudden you're just making dumb decisions yes. and putting your life in danger, putting somebody yeah. else's life in danger.
1: Yeah.
0: And, you Nothing know,
1: good comes of
0: it. Nothing good. Nothing. And nobody's talking about it. Yeah. That's the thing, too. Like, yeah. nobody talks about yeah. alcohol.
1: Yeah. You know
0: what I mean? And there's stores everywhere. You could just get it so easily. And there's, you know, yeah. you start drinking at such a young age, and it's just so normal. Yeah. But I feel like not only on a physical level, on an emotional, on a spiritual level, like in, it's it's very honestly kind of damaging in a sense. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. Like you're not truly experiencing what you're supposed to experience on this earth yeah. because you're just suppressing it. Yeah. I, I think it's the devil's work. Always. It's almost like I hate a, to say it
0: like that. It, because yeah. It's, it's almost like a been. distraction. Yes. It's distracting you from what you're supposed to become. What you're supposed to become.
1: Because you- it puts the doubts in your mind too. Uh-huh. Like I have
0: you noticed your thoughts change since you've been sober? Yes. Like what has I'm that can you, so can you much kinda much
1: happier? I mean, I'm not I'm just so much more positive. Like yeah. even when it, it creeps in and I start to be doubtful, I'll immediately be like, Oh no. And and before, uh-huh. I would just soak that in. I was gonna and say be like, Oh yeah, like this is terrible. This is never gonna work. Yeah. What am I thinking? You know? So
0: it would sounds like you it was easier for you to be pessimistic. Yeah. When you were drinking. Yeah. And so, well, how? You
1: know the hangovers. Oh, I mean, oh, those for sure. fucking last forever. Oh,
0: yeah. No, for sure. <laughs> I mean, especially when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> and so, just to kind of be transparent with with my audience, right, uh, of, of what my journey has looked like, and I've kind of touched on it in a couple episodes before, um, I recently went on like a 10 month, like, you know, cleanse of not you know, barely even consuming any alcohol at all. Like I went for months and I felt amazing. Yeah. And I had a trip to Costa Rica recently about two months ago. And I was like, you know what? I'm on a trip. You know, I justified it. I was like, I'm on a trip. You know, I've I worked so hard. I'm proud of how far I've come. Let me just have a drink by the beach and enjoy it. You know, it was great. And so, you know, coming back into into the town, you know, I feel like that kind of just like, spark, like, okay, well, I'm gonna go out today, I'm gonna have a drink, or I'm yeah. gonna go hang out with someone, you know, whatever. And, you know, have consumed alcohol again. Yeah. And um, it, I'm, I'm still good, I'm yeah. productive, like, yeah. it's not a problem. But I'm saying, like, I've always been a very deep thinker. Mm-hmm. And I've always like, kind of sat with myself and really analyzed things. And I'm like, I don't I don't need it, you know, and I feel like it sets me back like'm I'm, I'm based on where I want to go with myself as a person and my career. yeah, you know, I can't afford to wake up hungover on one day. I just can't do it. Correct. you yeah. know, And yeah. I'm just like, I think about my purpose, and I think about my legacy and what I want, the people that I want to help, and then I'm just like, yeah. they don't deserve that. like I can't I can't cheat them yeah by it's just a whole
1: day wasted. taking a
0: day off, yeah. you know, and you know, for some reason there's there's this verse that I read a couple years back that reminds me often it's I forget what it is, but it says something like men should not drink strong strong wine lest they forget the troubles of the afflicted or something like that. And yeah. when I read that, I was like, that hit me because I'm like, you know. When you drink, I feel like you're just thinking about you. Yeah. You know? You don't think about anybody else.
1: No. I think about all of the nights that Mm -hmm. I literally just didn't come home. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'm embarrassed. I mean, my husband probably thinks I slept with someone. No, I passed out on somebody's couch. Like, literally. I mean, I and i've you know i'm 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 so embarrassed of the things that i have done when i was drinking mm-hmm. honestly and
0: i think i don't think it's just you i, I think everybody like yeah. we've all had i
1: can't take those back i mean yeah. i'm one of those people like when i drink i drink hard
0: you know oh yeah <laughs> yeah but, no for yeah. sure for sure and you know <clears throat> kudos to you for being just owning it, you know, being brave, being real. um, I appreciate that so much. And I think that this episode is going to help a lot of people just even start asking questions like, hey, you know, do is it do I have a problem or if I don't have a problem, is this a setback for me or does it have control over me when I drink? Do I start acting in ways that I shouldn't or, you know, because I feel like that happens to a lot of people.
1: I would make scenarios up in my head. Yeah. Like I'm shocked that I'm still married. Thank you, Rob, for not leaving me. <laughs> but I would literally make up crazy scenarios all the time. Yeah. And then I would believe them. Yeah. But it was all just the drinking and like, you know, in your head. Yeah. As opposed to just being sober and clear minded and like, for sure. oh no, that's not that.
0: <laughs> so what do you think now, being that you're a lot clearer, you know, your purpose is? Do you have a a better understanding of what your purpose is?
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean honestly I really do just want to help other people see the better side uh-huh. and I really want to to create like a really awesome environment where people can come hang out and chill and not be tempted. Yeah. Um
0: I could totally yeah. I could see you like opening up.
1: Yeah, like, op- like it's yeah. literally well, on my heart sure. now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For <laughs> sure. And you just let me know. I'll promote yep. the hell out of it. I'll be there. So cool. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't have any more questions. I sure. feel like this was pretty uh pretty, you know, rapid fire, efficient, effective. So yeah, is there anything else you'd like to share?
1: No, I think I'm good. If anyone ever needs anything or any help, I'm here.
0: Perfect, guys. All right. Well, I hope that this was helpful. You know, as always, I like to Maybe be a little controversial. Maybe be, you know, play the devil's advocate a little bit. And I think that it's always necessary to ruffle some feathers and, you know, (laughs) see uh see what we have going on so with that being said thank you for hopping on to another episode of the halo effect podcast i hope this was helpful make sure you follow me on all social media platforms and uh check out natalie gold she's on facebook as well if you're a real estate agent check out rocky mountain title they'll be more than happy to you know take care of you they've done amazing work with my clients my listings and you know have have been great so um with that being said thank you guys and i hope you have a great rest of your day